My name is Ty Brady, the owner of Brady Insurance Marketing and the Ty Brady Way. Welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. Today we have Lee Israelson on the show. Lee, you know, you've been with me for a, quite a while, it seems like, but you know, it seems like to me everyone's been with me for a while. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, you know, a little bit about your history and the, the industry you're in now and, and why. Go ahead. Sure. So I've been in the industry two and a half years. I was working full-time at a pest control company prior to this, and I always wanted some, something that was my own business, something that I could call my own, and so I was kind of looking for something that had residual income, something that I, I could get into just by myself. So that's when I'd met a family friend who was in the Medicare industry, and he kind of taught me the ropes. Kind of my background, I grew up on a family farm, seven siblings. A lot of your stories on your podcast kind of related to me. I hated school too. <laughs> um, just wanted to get through it. I, you know, had dyslexia and it was just, it was hard, right? Probably can give my parents and a lot of the leaders any success that I have because everything that they've, they've done for me prior to now. So, but yeah, I've, I've enjoyed the industry and it's, it's not easy, but it's rewarding. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is when I started doing the, the show a while ago, you know, people told me they're, they're tight. It's not for you. It's for them. And a lot of the stories I tell, cause I don't have our time. I've never wanted to be able to share my story. And, and I'm, I do appreciate being here on the show and telling your story, but I had no idea you were dyslexic or you had a family of seven. Where do you fall in a family of seven? So I am the sixth, well, seven siblings. So I'm the sixth yeah. of eight kids. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you've been in the industry. I think you said, I know this about two and a half years. Right. One of the things that you did is, you know, my mentor, Ron Kellogg, he said, you know, move or go where the apps are. And you actually moved out your family and moved to the Midwest right. for a few years. Tell me a little bit about how that went. I mean, you even had a baby out there. Right. Uh, and tell me a little bit about that. I started the industry, I think it was February, March of 2019. And um, I'd gone out to Missouri couple times just working with some of the guys in our office learning the, the business so more than anything just kind of wanted an experience um, my wife and I didn't have a house or kids yet so wanted to get out so we we moved there planned to be there for two years and yeah like you said we had a kid out there and we made a lot of good friends but definitely just wasn't home so we decided to move back this year so it's actually two years this month we, oh wow since we left I know you had a lot of success out there, kind of Lone Ranger. Did You learned a little bit here and, and followed some mentors, but you, you're a Lone Ranger out there. Now you've kind of moved back here to closer to home. Right. What, what would you tell a, a new agent starting out? You know, kind of some of the tips and tricks you learned or maybe some insight you'd like to share with them. Right. Well, there's a lot of ways to have your own business. And if you want to have your own business, this is a nice way to get into something that doesn't have very much capital and you can have a good residual business. I guess I'd tell a new agent that the first two years are, are kind of tough. You know, I'm two and a half. So yeah. first year I didn't really make money after my expenses this year. I've made a little bit more and hopefully next year more. So I guess just be patient with yourself. It's the law of averages. You talk to enough people, you'll start making sales. So being persistent, working hard and Treat it like it's a business, if that's what you want. I mean, some people maybe just want to do part-time. Yeah. Um, do this on the side or weekends. I guess for me, I want to do it full-time, and you have to really be dedicated, I guess, or 
Resilient yeah. is the word that comes to mind. You know, you got to be resilient. Yeah. You've had a lot of success and, you know, that people ask me like, Ty, how do you get so many referrals? And I said, you know, wait till year two and three because you've got three or 400 clients and they know what you do and how you've been able to help them. And then they start coming. The beauty of you move, I mean, yeah, you started in Missouri, had a good book of business there. Right. You're still going to be able to service them from across the country because of all of the things we have, we do now, you know, you can roll people online you can fly back there if you want. It isn't like you have to have a brick and mortar office there in Missouri right. and have that expense. And those the clients are loyal. Right. They'll stay with you. And pretty much as soon as I moved out there, that's when COVID happened. Yeah. And so, you know, we had to learn how to adjust and change things and like you said, do think more over the phone or Zoom and so yeah, so that's kind of made it easy where a lot of my clients are, you know, okay with that now that we've kind of adjusted through that. I had some agents that basically told me, oh, I'm just going to sit here and wait and ride COVID out. They didn't do anything. I had agents that embraced the, you know, COVID and learned how to do things they normally didn't do. I mean, I used to go people's houses. I was there taking an app in person. I would drive two hours. I mean, it's amazing what you can do now. I mean, I don't know if you've been on some of the local webinars, but you can do text to sign now. Right. How amazing is that? I mean, yeah. it's like, hey, here's, here's all the benefits. You want to enroll? Here we go. I'm going to send you a link. Right. Uh, what does the the next five years look like to you or where do you want to be the next five years? Next five years, I guess some of the goals are, well, since we just moved back to Utah, we're looking for a house. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So looking for a house and, um, just continue to build up the business. Yeah. I'm still pretty new in the business, just trying to build up my book as well. So that's, do you know where you're looking for a house yet? Or are you just kind of, that's the beauty. We could be anywhere. Right? right? You don't have to be in a certain location and people need help. You know, there's such a large demographic of baby boomers out there. One last thing here, and we'll wrap this up, is what about a story or something that comes to mind you'd like to share? Maybe a story on how you helped a client? Yeah. I still remember my manager. He was really good in helping me start off and we went to a lot of doors together. But I still remember the first door I went to by myself. And it's probably lucky that it ended up being a good one because it helped kind of motivate me. But she didn't speak English very well, and so she wanted to wait. Her husband was there. So set an appointment, came back, ended up that they both needed help, and I was able to sign them both up on a plan. And at that moment, I, I kind of realized that I was surprised, but I realized that they needed help and a lot of other people needed help and realized in the last couple of years that most people don't understand their plan, don't understand Medicare, how it works, how to cover their gaps, and and don't realize how much expenses that on the line for them when they go into the hospital if they're not covered correctly. So I guess that's one thing that I've realized is that most people need help. Most people don't have an agent that are willing to help them sit down yeah. and go over the benefits that, that they have and how they can get covered. So I guess that was a story that came to mind. You know, I don't know if there's a greater industry out there where you can serve and make this kind of money. And that is the reality of it. People need help. They don't know what they don't know. And what's sad to me is people are in general don't reach out to somebody sometimes until after they've had a tragedy. Right. And they could prevent those things had they taken the time. But the other thing too is seniors are so ingrained like it's a scam. It's this, it's this, it's this. And we overcome the, we're like no, it's not. This is these are legit programs. They do help you. But they're so scared of, of doing nothing. One of the numbers I learned recently that really scared me is they, they talk about baby boomers. It's growing at about 33% people aging in, 33% over last year. 
but yet the carriers are only growing at about 5%. That's 28% of those 30, 33% that are doing nothing. Right. That's a really, really scary number to me because they're on the hook. They're at risk with all of that exposure. One last thing you'd like to share? Anything? Lee, you mentioned something earlier I want to go back to. You said that starting out, you wanted to find a business that was yours. You wanted something that, that you could own. And, you know, we talk a lot about insurance on this program and, and a lot of insurance topics. But as an entrepreneur, why did you choose insurance? Why did you choose Medicare? I know why I chose Medicare, and I tried a lot of different avenues of insurance. But why did you choose specifically Medicare? I liked residual income. So I looked into real estate, and I looked into insurance. Okay. Those are the kind of the two industries I looked into. At the time, and still currently, <laughs> the real estate market was kind of crazy and took a lot of capital. And I realized that Medicare was a way to get in that you didn't have to have a lot of capital. You could do a lot of, you know, sweat equity and just work hard and build yeah. up your business. And And my manager told me, he said, you know, first year or two are, are going to be rough. You'll make some money, but you're not going to make millions. You're not going to make a ton of money the first year or two, which some agents can, just depending on how hard they work and things like that. But it's a, it is a residual business. So that's why I'd gone into the Medicare industry. Okay. Because there's a lot of opportunity. Didn't take a lot of capital to get into it. And one thing my manager told me is for the first few years, you could double your income each year. And so far, I've been able to you know double my income yeah. each year. I mean, I've only been in two and a half years. So, sure. <laughs> but I hope I can continue that. And so I think that's a great opportunity. You know, I mean, if you can continue to double your income... Well, no, let me give you some numbers like that I've seen agents do, right. just as an idea. I've seen agents go from two to 4000 a month, from 4 to 6, 6 to 8, 8 to 10, 10 to 12, and then in a five-year period. And that's monthly. So they went from two to 4000 a month, 4 to 6, and so on. And I've seen it time and time again with agents that apply themselves and do that hard work. I mean, it is there if they're willing to do it. And again, you said something earlier about part-time, full-time, sometime. That is true. I don't know what people's comfort level is. I don't know what your comfort level is. But whatever that is, I want to help people achieve that. Just like I see you do that every day. We talk on a frequent basis about options and what can I do next? Or maybe it's like, okay, I'm doing this, but I want more. So you want more opportunity. You want that momentum. You want to just get there quicker, faster. And it's so rewarding in the end. One thing that came to mind is you asked me getting into this industry, what would I tell them? And yeah. I think, honestly, it's very easy to get distracted. There's so many yeah. different avenues, even in insurance. I've been hit up by life insurance agents, final expense. There's just so many different avenues that you can go in this industry or just to make money in general. And so once you pick what you're going to do, just go, just put your full self in it. And when you um, put yourself out there, you know, and just focus on what you're going to do and not worry about all these different shiny things that come along, then, you know, that's when you start getting traction. And That is a great point, Lee. I, I've seen that where, because you can go final expense, annuities, you can go life insurance, you can go big group cases because you have the capability of doing that if you're life and health licensed. Right. And I tell people, I only do Medicare. It's all I've ever focused on once I made that laser focus commitment. And it has been very rewarding. And I don't want to get distracted, like you said. I know Medicare. I'm really good at it. I know I can't be everything to everyone. Right. And somebody says, well, do you do this? 
No, I don't. But I have I have a guy that can do that for you. Right. And I don't want to get distracted. And I, I know that there's enough out there just in the Medicare industry and Medicare health plans. I don't need to look anywhere else. And as long as I just stay focused, right? Yeah, I like to read a lot of things to football or, or sports. There can't be three. There can't be eleven quarterbacks on the field. It's not gonna work. I mean, everybody has a position. Everybody has a skill set. And with that, they can have success. And I don't think it's fair to your clients either. If, if you're trying to do everything under the moon, you know, you're really, you're not doing them a service because you don't know, you're not putting yourself in that industry 100%. You're going everywhere else. And if you are there every day, all day, you're able to serve them better and help them better. So. It is all about service, right? And knowing you're valuable. I tell agents that all of you have no idea how valuable you are. People need your help and want your help. Anything else you'd like to share in closing? That's all yours. On the topic of service, I was just thinking of some of my clients that I've come really close to. It's interesting. I'll get calls from them and, and they'll say, how's your wife? How's your newborn son? And it's a two-way street in, in the Medicare industry. Most people are older. They're very caring and they remember your story. And For me, I really enjoy working with I, I think I've told the story before about the lady that had every Christmas card I've given her for the last 11 years in a file folder. And she came back and she says, not many people do this for a birthday card. And it just warms my heart. And that's what it's all about. Well, Lee, thank you for taking the time today to be on the show. Yeah, thank you for sharing your story. There's a lot of people out there that need to hear it. So feel free to subscribe to Ty.Brady on Instagram or the Ty Brady way of both or Brady Insurance. Subscribe, share, send this with your friends, your family, your loved ones. Have a great day. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. To contact us, please email thetybradyway at gmail.com. The Ty Brady Way was edited and produced by Marlo Belmano. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel. 